guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, and welcome to this episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence with me, Janice. I'm a communication strategist, and this podcast is where I talk about things like messaging and content creation. So whether you communicate for your business or as your business, I know you'll hear something in this episode to contribute to your success. And if you're looking for success on LinkedIn, well, then you're definitely in luck because today I'll cover three basic strategies for increasing your views and followers on the platform. Now, I want to say that LinkedIn has traditionally been viewed as a rather staid place to be, kind of like the professionals forum, where unless you're a white man making 150 grand or more a year from your really nice office, well, you just didn't belong. There are also ideas that LinkedIn is only for job seekers and only for big business to big business content. So if you're one of those people who think any of those things, well, we need to chat. Everyone is on LinkedIn. Okay, not everyone, but people from all walks of life, different countries, different professions, different genders and colors. There are people making tons of money and people who are trying to make it. There are those who are looking to change jobs, for sure. But there are those who seem to really love their work. There are people for whom LinkedIn is their work. And then there are those looking to recruit. Like, obviously, because otherwise the job seekers wouldn't be there. But even when you look at the people who are on LinkedIn, who are happily employed and not looking for anything, those people are still individuals with interests, beliefs, values, and friends and family with whom they will share things of interest. My point is that LinkedIn is not only made up of job seekers and recruiters. It's not just for big companies. It's made up of individuals. It's for you and your work, your skills, your expertise. You may not enjoy your time there. There are people who give out because it's becoming like Facebook. And I've seen complaints about posts like thirst traps or things getting too personal. But if you've stayed away or just toyed with the platform because you thought it wasn't for you, I challenge you to take what you hear in this episode and apply it for three months. 
that's long enough to get a feel for the platform, to create a routine around it, and to decide if you want to make it work. Deal? I create content for some clients on LinkedIn, and I've been reviewing the results so I could update my numbers and strategy. And while I do periodic reviews, this time I thought I'd take a big step back and review a year's worth of stats. And a communication strategy can take up to nine months to start showing results, by the way. So a year review, great opportunity to check it out. And the results, if I may say so, were bonkers. Year on year, one client saw follower growth increase by 60%. Page views increased by 2,500%. And her unique visitors increased by 3,600%. And from a strategic point of view, those numbers are lovely, but not very meaningful as who is in that audience is important as well. Fortunately, I was able to go and see that 40% of her audience is the demographic that we've been targeting for LinkedIn content. Now, looking back at this strategy that I created for this client, I can pinpoint three things that made the difference to her stats. And these things can be replicated by you in your business. The three items are consistency, content, and searchability. Now, let me explain how all of those relate to a LinkedIn strategy, starting with consistency. I know this is not revolutionary, but nor is it exacting and overwhelming twice a week, every week for over a year. That's how often my clients currently have content posted to LinkedIn. Sometimes we take a piece of their content from another platform, change up the image and tweak the language for a different audience. Sometimes it's something specifically for those on LinkedIn, but there is something posted twice a week, every week. Now there may be value in posting more often. LinkedIn themselves recommend posting between one and five times a day, but let's not forget the more time you spend on the platform, the better it is for their platform. Not to mention you have a business and your business probably isn't getting paid to post to LinkedIn alone. The twice a week schedule is great for my clients who are professional service-based small business owners. It's manageable, even if they didn't have me working for them. It's not overwhelming from a creation or a consumption standpoint. And over time, it enables you to develop your voice and speak to the clients or the network that you want to create. And that is the name of the game, relationships and networks. If you want to post more, if you want quick growth or are leading into a sale or growth period in your business and you want to ramp up the potential for business, post more. Just make it something that you can manage longer term. People will notice if you ramp up and post loads for a sale or a launch and then disappear afterwards until the next one. It's not a good look. So consistency. Aim to post twice a week. The second piece of the strategy is content. Sounds straightforward, and it is, when you have your background work done. You'll need to know your audience, your voice, or the tone and the language that you use to communicate, your messaging, and your goals. Once you have those items clear, your content darn near creates itself. If you need help clarifying any of those aspects, I do have a resource that walks you through mapping out your brand so you can create this content more quickly or have a package to hand over to a VA or a social media manager to work from. It is a mega time saver and I use it to onboard my clients. 
You'll find it on my website, JaniceFogarty.com, in the DIY section called Take Control of Your Brand. And of course, I'll link to that in the show notes. So once you have the basics down, well, then you can start experimenting with the actual content. You don't need to write and take pictures yourself. You can use stock photos. You can share interesting posts from relevant accounts. I like to link to articles in the media that the audience members probably wouldn't otherwise see, but would find interesting or useful. If you want to position yourself as an expert, include a commentary when you link to those external sources. And it doesn't have to be a huge thought leader piece professing ultimate knowledge and passing judgment. You can just paraphrase the article. You can highlight the point that you found most interesting. You can reference the article and talk about what it made you think or do as a result. And you don't have to write copy from scratch or grab story ideas from the ether or your personal or professional life every single time. The world is choking on content and you are allowed to use that to inspire your work. Just make sure to link to the original article or cite the author properly. Credit where credit is due. Besides, you'd want someone to refer to your work when they found it useful, right? And knowing your goals will also help shape your content. If you're trying to grow your audience, the simple sentence, follow me for more information about content creation or aromatherapy for children or whatever it is that you're doing, well, that's a great way to end it. Have a call to action, be it a request for their thoughts, an invitation to follow you, an opportunity to learn more about what you do or to flat out work with you. Your content is there to support your goals. So put it to work. Now we've covered consistent content that is relevant to your audience, aligned with your brand, and displays a bit of who you are. And that leads me to the third point, which is searchability. Now this point further breaks down into two aspects, keywords and hashtags. What you might not realize is that LinkedIn has a search engine function. So it uses some of the same mechanisms to share and show content as conventional search engines. What this means to you is that knowing your keywords is a handy tip for becoming more discoverable. You know, when you search Google and you type in pumpkin oat bars, for example, you'll find a bunch of results that contain those words. Up at the top of the list, you might find more results with the complete phrase, pumpkin oat bars. Further down the list, you'll find results for pumpkin oat cakes or smoothies or overnight oats, followed by pumpkin carving and general pumpkin content. So the most relevant content pops up first, and it's the same as in LinkedIn. Have you ever searched in the platform? Try it. You'll get results based on your search terms, as will your potential clients. Now for this tip to work, you obviously need to know what they're searching for, what topics they're asking about or talking about. And you can have a listen to episode 113 to learn more about discovering keywords. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. Once you have your keywords, then you just start using them in your content, right there in your copy. Now, obviously they need to make sense in their placement. You can't just jam a bunch of keywords into a sentence or a paragraph if they don't logically belong there. Keyword stuffing might bring you in front of a searching audience, but it makes your content look unprofessional, often unintelligible, and it provides little value. Basically, it looks like what it is, an attempt to be discovered without providing a reason for anyone to hang around. As an additional hint, you can use those keywords in your bio to help you and your business get discovered, not just your content. 
The second aspect of searchability is the hashtag. Yes, those things from Instagram have a place on LinkedIn too. Some of your keywords will work well as hashtag, which is great. Things that work for you in more than one way are wonderful. Just remember, if you use it in the copy as a keyword, you don't really need to use it in your hashtags. One use will get you found in the search. When deciding which keywords to use and which to turn into hashtags, you'll need to do a little bit of detective work. Grab a pen and paper, write down all of your keywords. Start with one keyword and search it as a hashtag. See how many followers it has. Then check different variations to see if there are differences in the number of followers. For example, hashtag content has over 58,000 followers and hashtag content creation has one tenth of that. So I'll be using hashtag content when appropriate and niche down to hashtag content creation when I wanna access a smaller community or just use the phrase content creation in my copy. And of course, a little reminder to keep your hashtags accessible by capitalizing the first letter of each word. No spaces, mind you, just capitalize the first letter of the word. And if you wanna know more about accessibility, I'll link to episode 109 in the show notes. So there you have it. Your LinkedIn strategy to increase your followers and viewers involves consistency, content, and searchability. As I mentioned, I do have a resource for defining your brand if you need help with that. But if it's the actual creation and consistency that's dragging you down, you need my Create Your Social Media Content Strategy Masterclass, where I teach you exactly the steps that I take to organize and create a cohesive content calendar with the posts ready to go. Both of these resources are found in the DIY section of janicefogarty.com and will be linked in the show notes. And you can size this strategy to work with the time and the goals that you have. It's like everything else on social media. There are great people with really interesting things going on within their lives and their workplaces. And you have every right to be counted as one of them. When you increase your network on LinkedIn by gaining followers, enticing them into your world, creating trust, and inviting them to work with you, you'll appreciate having put that bit of extra work into researching, crafting, and implementing this strategy. Thank you so much for listening today. And I have to say, I really don't feel the need to say hashtag again for a while. If you know someone who would appreciate a primer on LinkedIn strategy, please feel free to share this episode with them. And thank you to everyone who's already been sharing my work. Now, if you enjoy my way of putting things, why not hop on my email list at janicefogarty.com forward slash email list, all one word, and get a once a week email with some behind the scenes information and tips on how to incorporate this information into your business. Thank you again for being here. Until next week, my friend, have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 